I feel also like the most curious people are sometimes not maybe appreciated in school a lot. But if you get to the workplace, that's the one skill you want to already start having. Hello and welcome to the Magnetica podcast. This is a podcast by two 20-something friends, Kim and Phil. We catch whatever life throws at us and try to make sense of it by sharing our thoughts and opinions. Magnetica will be full of great moments, so many oops, ifs, laughters and tears of maneuvering life as young African women. If you want to have a great time and share in our experiment, tag along. Let's journey on together. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Magnetica podcast. We are so glad you chose to listen to this episode. Today, we are joined by a veteran guest here at Magnetica. Her name is Jackie. She's been here on a couple of episodes discussing leadership and workplace things and today we have one more workplace episode with Jackie she's always so insightful so today we'll be specifically talking about things that we wish we knew before joining the corporate world so before I say anything else as always Jackie please say hi to the audience hello thank you for introducing me and thank you for having me again on the podcast it's always a pleasure to come and share my thoughts my experiences and uh, learn from people as they comment on what they think on the different topics that we get to discuss here so for today have a listen at the previous episodes have a listen at this one and as always comment share and always let us know what you think yeah so what is the first thing that you wish you knew before joining the corporate world hey um so the first thing i wish i knew before joining was the that it is important to make and grow relationships with people in the workplace it's um contrary to the things that i've seen sometimes people post that no one at the workplace is your friend that everyone there is out to do their own business and go home well i'd beg to differ from that opinion i feel like sometimes most the the most meaningful relationships i've uh, had over time are those that came or came to be from the workplace and uh, the thing here would be that uh, if you are able to find people whose values are aligned to yours, then making relationships in the workplace wouldn't be that difficult. So if someone had sat me down at that point and told me before you get into this workspace, please keep note of that. I feel like I would have had a leg up as I joined and... Um, yeah, but I feel it's also a learning curve at the same time. So I don't regret it. I appreciate it. And I appreciate that I have come to make friends and uh, make friends out of colleagues. And I've been able to learn a lot from everyone I've interacted with in the workplaces. What do you think about it? You know, I totally agree because... 
I wish instead of people saying no one is your friend, blah, 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 because it's impossible to spend so much time with people, talking to mm-hmm. them and interacting with them at work. And then completely putting them in this box, you know, that you guys are just co-workers and we're not allowed to have this kind of deep interactions, you know. And some of them, like, just relationships may never last beyond the, the office. If that person resigns, that's it. And that's okay. I think what I would have preferred to be told would be uh, when you get in there, just learn to discern who, like you've said, matches your values and who doesn't, who is vibing with you, you know, like a true Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, who's vibing with you and and who's clicking and, and just enjoy that relationship. I don't, honestly, that advice for uh, everyone is out to get you doesn't even resonate with me <clears throat> that much. Um, so I totally agree. I wish also I I relaxed a little bit, you know, rather than mm-hmm. always looking above my shoulder or being so tense, you know, that anyone would do anything at any moment. It's never that serious at the end of the day. Like, okay, so what if they do something? So what? Um, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I mean, what's the worst that you can do? <laughs> Nothing. So, yeah, I also wish I, I relaxed a little bit and enjoyed it. I also wish I was told that. I'm like, well, it's not all work. It Sometimes it's good to have work and fun at the same time. It makes you want to get up in the morning and go contribute wherever you're needed to contribute. Yeah. So what else did you wish you knew? Um. I think uh, in relation to what you just said, I think I also learned, I also wish I knew to separate personal things and business. Sometimes I love the phrase that it's never personal, it's business in the workplace because sometimes decisions will be made. You'll feel like in my gut, I know 100% this is the right route to take, but uh, maybe a colleague uh, differs with your opinion or maybe your supervisor doesn't see how that's a good um a good a good route to take i feel like sometimes uh i used to feel like i'm not being appreciated as a person and my contribution is not being appreciated but with time as you learn and as you know how the workplace works sometimes Things just are, and just learning to separate that piece that this happened because it's business and not letting it get to your personal life would have been a very instrumental thing in in helping me then like steer forward in the days I felt that I couldn't uh, maybe like uh, go on and the good thing is with time I've come to understand that I've come to discern again uh what is it that needs to be done and if i don't get my way then what's the alternative what what other things can i do so i would even like encourage anyone who's trying to get into the workplace please 
try and understand that a little bit earlier. That is so true. You know, just yesterday I was introduced to a game called Six Thinking Hats. And mm-hmm. basically what the six people in that game do is mm-hmm. each has a hat and you're asked to think like that person wearing the hat um, would think. So let's say mm-hmm. if you're all part of a business and you're trying to to brainstorm about an idea or decide whether something should go forward or not, and you're wearing the hat of a super cautious person, then you need to think like that person and channel your ideas from that point of view. Someone who's super cautious, uh, meaning they're kind of risk averse. And then there's a hat of someone who's very intuition-based, someone who um, may not look at the data but they just want, they say, okay, I have a, I have a feeling that this is the way to go, blah, blah, blah. And then you have a heart for someone who's very process oriented, someone who will want to, you know, make sure every single step is followed ETC. So in line with what you just said, uh, you come to learn that people have different perspectives. You might think that this is the way to go, but this other person might push back for whatever reason. You know, it may be positive, according to you, might be negative, but they always have, you always come across people with different perspectives. They are also looking out for certain different interests that are not similar to yours. So that is something that is so critical to understand because it will save you a lot of mental energy and a lot of, you won't have to get frustrated when, uh, something doesn't go how you thought. I think that's also something to consider that it's not just your perspective that exists in the room and it's not the only one that matters. Uh, sometimes, especially if you're starting out, your perspective may not even matter at all if you're an intern. <laughs> Life is like that. So that is something to keep in mind. It will save you a lot of peace of mind. Please don't take anything personally. Even if someone is is being malicious when they know that the best idea they're rejecting the best idea that's okay that is on them it's not on you um express yourself you know respectfully and then move on very fast don't even don't get a headache over such things as for me what i've also learned and what i learned very early almost immediately mm-hmm. is that just because you leave campus and join the workforce does not mean that you've stopped learning. You know how we're told when you're growing up that, oh, you'll go to school and then you finish and then after that you can do whatever you want. You know, that's exactly what our parents told us. You can do whatever you want. If you want to sleep, you'll sleep. If you want to eat, you'll eat. But then you join the workplace and you find that all that learning you've done, um, most of it does not really come in handy. You have to learn new things. You have to unlearn some of what you learned at the workforce. For me, I was moving from chemistry to project management. I'd never done customer engagement before. I had to learn that, a new skill. And... 
you know, it's just insane. Even if I went into quality control, I would still have to learn how to do quality control for the product that we were dealing with in that company. So you never stop learning. You have to keep learning. If you sit back and fold your arms and say that you're done learning, campus is over, throw away your books, you're never doing this again. Oh my God, you're going to lag behind very fast. Almost immediately, it's just going to be like so evident that you're not keeping up. So I, I wish they were more honest and told us that workforce is, is actually their school. Workplace is their school. School was nothing. If I knew that, I probably wouldn't even have gone through campus. Honestly, I would have just joined workplace immediately. Jackie, was that a shock to you? Not at all. I think um, the thing that was the biggest shock there and right then after campus was that the, the story that I was given after school just came and wasn't true anymore. You know, you get, uh, you think I studied maybe statistics, I'll do a statistics job. So maybe it's just that, but then you realize there's more to the work that you're doing than just what you learned in school. And yeah, I think I agree with the fact that <laughs> the workplace is the real school. Doesn't undermine the school that we are in, like uh, in campus or in college or in high school, but it's the school of life, just better put. You learn a lot in the workplace and you have to keep learning to stay relevant. So I wish I really also like got to learn that when I got in. Yeah, that would have really helped psychologically, I think. Um, but I think yeah. I enjoyed, I, you know, it wasn't like a rude shock. I think I enjoyed it because it felt like a better version of school, you know. Uh, school felt very theoretical. But work is, I learn this, I apply now, and I see the results. And then I learn something else, I apply now, I see the results. That's fun. It's not boring. There are no timetables. It's just you and your curiosity. I feel also like the most curious people are sometimes not maybe appreciated in school a lot but if you get to the workplace that's the one skill you want to already start having before you get in that door because it unlocks a lot of learning opportunities for you and the more you learn the more you become diverse then I feel like it's the more uh, you are able even to access opportunities just uh, within the workplace or even outside the workplace and it helps you excel with time yeah but I also think yeah. that if you know you're a super curious person, then put mm -hmm. yourself in environments that appreciate your curiosity. Because there's some environments yeah. that just value a very slow life, very slow approach to work. They don't want anything disturbed. You know, they don't want questions. They don't want... Because when you ask questions, then it means that you're, you're on the way to changing something. Something must be changed if you're asking questions. So if you find yourself in an environment that doesn't appreciate your curiosity, then 
maybe you need to find a way to or another place that can nurture that curiosity or a department a boss something that can can nurture that curiosity i don't think it's fair to let it die out just because um usually a handful of people cannot keep up with that curiosity or cannot entertain it i think that's the word cannot entertain it because they're so used to doing things the way they they have been doing them or they just feel like okay i, I think i'm i'm losing control with all these questions this person is asking too many questions they want to learn everything at once uh, i feel like i'm losing a grip on something that i've held on for so long so if you're that curious person and you can feel it and you know it then find environments for you okay the other thing i'd say i wish i knew is that soft skills are not that soft and this is i, I don't i this is something that it, that always sounds like a good quote but then you join the workplace and then you see someone who was a great contributor who just makes a terrible manager or you meet a wonderful boss and you're like okay I want to be this person and you realize that when you list out the things that you really like about this person it likely has nothing to do okay it has a lot to do with obviously competence but usually it's how they let you uh, i don't know work how they nurture you in whatever ways you like to be nurtured um into a better version of you so yeah this one is a tough one because it's called soft skills you know they call these skills soft skills like communication creativity and so it's very easy to walk into the corporate world thinking they're called soft skills because they're not important like when i If you can't communicate properly obviously opportunities pass you by if you cannot relate well with people ah, there's absolutely no way you're going to thrive you're not going to thrive at the workforce if you can't read the room when you get into a room that's a soft skill you cannot you can't engage with people so I wish they just stopped calling the skills soft skills. I don't think they're soft at all. Jackie, what do you think? I mean, I totally agree with that. I think that was the first, the other thing that I feel like might have been very instrumental, especially when it came to learning those soft skills. Sometimes um, someone is not uh, in this in school soft skills I, I, i didn't feel like soft skills were uh, mostly appreciated in school but when you get into the workplace you start understanding the importance of them and that's why i feel like you find people doing all these courses maybe on communication especially communication um uh, so yeah if i were to be asked i would even try and learn soft skills even at school where there's that volunteering activity or there's that uh, maybe club that's coming up try and build your soft skills by the time you get in there 
you already have something handy to work with and something to drive you forward in the workplace. Yeah, nothing to add there. Do you have anything else that you feel hmm, the people should have told me? Um, I think we are on the topic of soft skills. I think there's one, I don't know where to, I don't know if I would place it on as a soft skill or it's just a skill, to take breaks and to rest. I think this is one thing that um, if you've uh, uh, grown up in the traditional setting, the people who work the hardest are the most appreciated. But sometimes it's about letting yourself uh, take time to cool down and to rest such that you're able to be more effective come the next uh, maybe day or the next quarter or the next month. And the reason I'm saying this is that um, when you get into the workplace, someone is usually tempted to maybe you're on vacation and you're looking at that email or maybe you, you just can't um, let your work phone go off because something at some in the workplace will not go on if you're not there. And we sometimes, I feel like I was also a culprit of guilt tripping myself into not taking rests when I needed them a lot. So if I was asked, I would encourage someone, even when you're getting there, please try and learn to know when it's time to get off work and close the books and take time to yourself, even reflect on that day just something to at least recharge you such that you are the most effective self you can be. And I think one thing I'd like maybe someone to take away from this is that do not adjust your work based on your schedule. Instead, adjust your schedule based on your work. And I feel like you will be more effective if you do so. Yeah. What do you think about that? You know, I remembered one mm-hmm. time we were going for a hike mm-hmm. and then you were on your phone working. I remember. And it was on a Saturday. And yep. it was around, it wasn't even at the early in the morning. It was around, let's say, noon. Yeah. I was so annoyed. Oh my God. I was so annoyed. And you were so anxious, honestly, because, yeah. you know, you were just like, oh, my God, you know, if I don't respond, um, I don't know, the ad is going to swallow me, you know, it's, the world will come to an end if I don't respond. And I was like, the world is not going to come to an end. It's Saturday, you're not, you're not even supposed to be. We organized this hike to get away and you are on your phone working. Oh, my God. So mm-hmm. just bear in mind, I can also annoy people who are around you. <laughs> and it's not because they don't understand you need to work. It's because if you, it's because they know that you, you know, you don't have to. If it's time to rest, just rest, have fun with people. And then um, work when it's time to work. The world is not coming to an end. I, I, And I honestly empathize with people who are very demanding bosses. I empathize with you, but imagine the world won't end. If you, if you, if it's on a Sunday and you don't respond to that phone call, imagine they won't even die. That boss, you think they're going to die? Ah, they won't die. They'll be fine. On Monday, you'll see them. They'll be fine and bouncing in the office. 
So if it's time to unwind, just unwind. Don't pressure yourself. But I also wanted to add that I think it takes mm-hmm. a lot of self-awareness to know mm-hmm. that okay now I'm I'm pushing it I'm really pushing it because I also don't didn't take enough breaks at the start of my career I didn't take my leave days unless I was asked to uh, it didn't occur to me that I could take leave days you know like it's not like I I was doing it to impress anyone it was just like well in this life you just wake up and you work you know you just wake up you work today you work tomorrow you work the day after you work and you work and you work and that was the mindset so i didn't even take my leave days and looking back i should have taken those leave days because i just realized it hit me recently even though i will, i've always known that you know as a kenyan i can go to uganda visa free with my id and even stay there <laughs> so why didn't i do, why didn't i take my leave days just took a bus to Uganda for a week so yeah I think there was a lot of opportunity but I totally agree uh, cultivate your self-awareness enough to know when you're taking it too far and also to know the kind of results you're giving yourself to do that maybe you're like hey you know my parents worked so hard uh, I have to work 50 times as hard which is fine but that wouldn't doesn't mean you don't take breaks so i totally agree with that and jackie in in a conversation that we've had or i think on whatsapp you mentioned that one needs to determine the seasons they are in and that's like one of the things you wish you knew so tell us more about that yes i think uh, this is also one of the things i wish i knew because it helps put perspective in on things in the workplace and like the common saying that uh, like uh, like the common saying that there's a season for everything sometimes there's a season for planting and there's a season for harvesting it's also the same thing in the workplace so if you are able to understand what season you are in maybe you got into the workplace you had all these plans laid out i think uh, we are very we are wired to be very ambitious i remember when i was getting in i had drawn out a career path 100% and i was ready to stick by it but with time you come to understand sometimes there is a season that you go through that doesn't get you those goals you had in mind but it sometimes maybe steers you towards another direction that you might not have um and might not have realized were it not for that particular season so if you take time understand that reflect on that like see what is going on uh what season is this or what phase is this then you're able even to make adjustments mostly on your career goals and the milestones you put for yourself and it also helps you manage your own expectations because um sometimes um i felt that when I, when i was getting in the workplace sometimes i felt that if i haven't achieved milestone maybe why then maybe there's a problem with my performance or maybe this is it this is it so once you start recognizing you start knowing okay 
I am in this season, so that's why I am not yet at this milestone. And you start questioning to, uh, yourself, what can I do about it? Or how can I still uh, move forward? Or what alternatives can I take? And that has been very instrumental in even shaping my career. I think the funny story I haven't ever told you yet is that I have changed my career goals more times than I can count. At some point, I wanted to be an entrepreneur another time i wanted to be a product uh, manager and specialize in product management another time i even thought i would become a tech person <laughs> all within the same career so that that uh, sitting down and reflecting and just just uh, learning about my seasons and where i'm going has helped me a lot in the journey so I will try and maybe encourage someone to also maybe try and take time and reflect on that. Um, oh my God. I, you know, when I got in, I <laughs> was so eager and eager to see, not even eager to add value. I just was just eager to see what the workplace is, what it has to offer, how do people work or don't work. I was just eager for the overall experience. And I wish I maintained that eagerness through, throughout, you know, because it was so innocent. It was so, it was literally, let's see what this is. Uh, before you start interacting with people and you start thinking, oh, I, you know, I got to have goals and stick to them and, um, try to achieve them because that's, you know, it takes away, there's something it goes with, I don't know. It takes away the innocence, yes, but also the the speed at which I was learning at the very beginning, I think was slowed down because uh, I, I was no longer as wide-eyed as I, as I used to be. So in terms of seasons, I think... What I've learned is just to, I want to say trust the process without sounding very, you know, yeah, like how people sound when they say that. People sound good. I like it when people say that because it's so true. So don't rush things. You know, if you want um, that promotion in two years, if you want to jump from intern to director in two years, uh, that's okay. I mean, your dreams are absolutely valid. The people who have leapfrogged in their career, and that's great. But if you're finding that your pace is a bit slower, it's steady, but it's there, then enjoy it, honestly. I think that's the only thing I'd say. That's, that's a regret I have that... At some point early in my career, I just forgot what having fun was like. I forgot to enjoy the process. I forgot to enjoy that season I was in. I forgot to enjoy the people I, I was in in that season. And ah, what a waste, honestly, looking back. That, that was a waste. And... That's that's the only thing I'd add to that season thing. Enjoy every single moment. Try not to get caught up in the drama. 
and just enjoy yourself and then move with it see where life takes you it's interesting to just uh flash back on all those times um in my different seasons i feel like yeah i also feel like i would maybe at this point i see it as a learning opportunity but i also feel like maybe i would have enjoyed it more then i just hope other people just get to enjoy theirs while at it and i would also try and enjoy mine as i progress because it's still a long journey ahead that i expect will at some point uh be as fruitful as i envision it to be yeah i think it goes back to not taking things too seriously yeah you know, just seeing things as they are if if um a decision is made and you don't like it just seeing things as they yeah. are it's not personal and yeah. you shake it off and you move on and have fun so yeah i should have done more of that in hindsight but i'm glad I'm doing more of that right now. Um I'm more conscious of myself so yeah. Have fun everyone. Yeah. You don't want to be 50 and you look back at your life and you're like, "Oh my god. Why did I take things so seriously? Why was I so upset at this at this one? It was never worth it." So that's that's something I would definitely change or think about. um when we get in the workplace we feel like the more you achieve the easier it becomes and that draws us away from enjoying the moment so i think that's also something i would have appreciated when i got there because contrary to popular belief it's that the higher you go the cooler it becomes and by cooler i mean sometimes it doesn't get easier as you go so try enjoy the moment when you're there when you're that uh, in that uh, level you are in maybe you just got in as an intern enjoy it when you move to the next stage also enjoy it because as you go up again things sometimes get tough and you start realizing that some of the smaller joys and some of the smaller things well you or at least when you are in just joining some of the things that seemed small at that moment weren't really that small and you start appreciating more so appreciate everything as it comes be happy have fun explore the world because so work true. yes work sometimes takes a lot of your time you just don't realize things passing by oh we said that and i just felt sad no <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's so you know sad. you said about yeah you said about traveling and i'm like i think when i was an intern is when i traveled most at some point maybe i i feel like at some point some of these things i had to learn on the go and as i learned then at least i am trying to get back to that person i was then like don't let life pass you by yeah because it never comes yeah time gone is gone yeah that is so true yeah okay and and i think now to the last point in speaking of mm-hmm. the higher you go 
the more you progress in your career, the more you may need to be a politician. And I know that may not sound like the best thing to be told, but it's true. And when I say politician, I just mean the soft skills that we talked about. Understanding people, knowing how to interact with people, different kinds of people, understanding different needs, knowing how to consider all those needs, but at the same time, doing what's best for the organization is a skill, you know? And I recently saw a post by the work salary man, and they were addressing this, you know, the type of people who say, I have no time for politics. I'm just going to get to work and grind, 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 and work, 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 work. If anyone brings me XYZ, I'm just going to, you know, tell them to talk to my hand. But in reality, it's just that you end up isolating yourself, especially when you're past intent stage, literally. It just, <laughs> it just starts there. It starts that early. So you may have you may have to be a politician and to that i'd say you get to decide what kind of politician you become you can be an evil malicious conniving person which is what people think politics is about or you can be someone who really really empathizes with people is compassionate understands people and knows how to work with people. Those are two sides of the same coin. What those two kinds of people have in common is understanding people and knowing what to do with that understanding. So you can use that understanding for good or you can use it to create chaos. So you get to decide, but bottom line, it's a very, very critical thing to have in mind and to learn. And I, you know, if anyone told me this before I joined the workforce, I would never have understood what they meant. Or I've just nodded like, of course, you need to understand to work with people. But then you get in there and you're like, oh, we have a concussion of characters in the workplace. So you really do need to understand how to work with people. And you also need to have self-awareness or the ability to at least reflect, to know what kind of person you are <laughs> that people have to deal with and manage yourself. I don't know if, Jackie, you share the same sentiment. Absolutely. I think I actually I remember I was also getting into the workplace thinking that politics is just not my thing. But I have learned, I have since learned at some point, you just have to play the game or stay out completely. So I think that's one thing I'd like to, to just maybe emphasize on. And while at it, also maybe, you know, like you said, what type of person you are, who are you as a person? And that, again, would most possibly even place you at a good place to excel in the workplace yeah and to make sure that you have the right footing in the workplace 
so it doesn't always it, it doesn't always have to be that uh the high performer is the one who gets the job or is the one who gets that corner office or something it's the people who know who know how to play the game right so be malicious or be on the other side of the coin whoever plays the game right gets to take the victory home i think that's what i would like try and put on there yeah and i think what i'd like to add is that you actually get to choose which game to play you know you're not doomed <laughs> it's not, i think that's something else i've learned that you're not doomed to stay mm-hmm. in one kind of environment if you don't like it then you move and you choose yeah. to play the game somewhere else you choose to have a different experience somewhere else somewhere else which goes um and this is something i mentioned in the previous episode 10 questions the previous 10 questions episode that mm-hmm. what i'd like to do is work on my own terms which is something that i've learned that i can actually do because all the generations um i i think we just all the generations in my circles i think i need to specify i think when you start saying oh toxic workplaces they like oh, you guys just suck it up um or when you start telling them i don't want to work an 8 to 5 they like okay then what do you want to do you know it's like okay so what exactly do you want to do what exactly um are you about so it's kind of it could be a new thing that people are trying out at least where i'm from <laughs> in kenya newish but yeah it's just realizing that you can literally choose your terms of work down to what company you want to work in obviously those who apply for jobs to what kind of environment suits you best i just don't think that it's true that you're doomed you know to stay in one kind of place because you need the money because of whatever reason you're saying um whatever reason you're giving it's it's i think we have more control than we think we do and jackie may agree or disagree oh she's agreed <laughs> i 100% agree because i feel like having i think that's the ultimate form of self discovery when you know that you have that courage and boldness to choose your terms of work or uh, how you work uh, where you work or when you work because at some point politics don't start and end with you like at some point like i said it's just business so if the kind of games that are being played in your workplace are not your thing then it's a free market it's always good to have that courage and risk it move to another workplace try some other thing go out there and the good thing with trying is that you will always land somewhere you like eventually i think that's one thing i've seen people in my some in my circles also um enjoy once you have that courage to know 
I am choosing this and I am not choosing that, then you have a very good chance of maybe excelling in other spheres of life, not only the workplace. That is so true. And I don't want to spoil it. So I'll just end <laughs> it there. <laughs> yep. Thank you so, so, so much for having this conversation with me. Hopefully the next one will have it in person and, you know, just fill it with laughter and whatever expressions we want to fill it with. And, uh, but until then, bye. See you when you see me. Bye. And uh, I hope to see you in person next time. And the next time we should do our traditional song. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I thought about it today and then I, I, I said to myself, hmm. and if she remembers, Sawa, uh-huh. if not, hmm. we'll just keep it for today. I didn't forget. I am always fun. I just wanted to have a change for today. So next time, I think we will even dance. Oh my God. Try not to have two left feet, please. I'm actually a very good dancer, so you are. I'm a good dancer. I love dancing, actually. Then I challenge you to dance on the next episode, and we shall try and do it uh, video this time. Challenge accepted. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let the games begin. All right. See you in the next one. See you. Bye. Bye.